Welcome to the Whistle Way Podcast. My name is Kyle Whistle, your host with Whistle Realty Group and EXP Realty in San Diego. My name is Brian Kochi, Marketing Director here at Whistle Realty Group here in San Diego. Do you know you don't have to say San Diego because I already said it, but you'd like to say it. Why? I do like to say it. You're I proud, think, huh? Yeah. 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 Go Padres. That's too loud. Um, I think uh, it might help with SEO. Okay. So we'll just say San Diego like a lot. Like, hey, say, SEO, are you listening? San Diego. We can say San Diego hey, or Southern hey, California. Bing. San Diego. San Diego. San Diego. <laughs> yeah, San Diego. San Diego. San Diego. Cool. The goal of our show is to give you the tools, the techniques, and tactics you need to go out there and crush it in your business, whether that be real estate, mortgage, or really just any business out there. And our goal is to do that in 30 minutes or less. We want this to be the type of podcast you can consume on your way to or from the office or while you're just out taking the dog for a walk. Uh, the way that we like to run the show is rather than guessing at what you want to hear about, we just listen to you and uh, the questions that you ask us, which you can do on thewhistleway.com. You can ask us questions on there. You can subscribe to the podcast or YouTube channel. You can join our Facebook group where we share a lot of insider secrets that we're working on uh, within our company. You can join our referral network for all the people leaving California and find out about our upcoming Media Mayor Mastermind event, which is a deep dive into everything Brian and I have learned about creating videos over the last six years together into a nice package. It's gonna be really nice. Yeah, I'm excited now. That I'm I'm in such building mode. I'm I'm fucking geeked out for it, man. It's gonna be Good, great because I need like six hours a week from you every week. Good so. thing I'm not selling anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Fine. Yeah. Fine. Fine. Cool. Minutes. Let's Brian, go. what are we talking about today? So today we got a question on our website, thewhistleway.com. It's good for SEO, you know. Um, San Diego. From Scott Wood, he's with the Wood Home Team, um, and he was asking. How do you transition from the ISA to the showings or listing agent? And I kind of want to take this a little bit so it's not so... Is it transition or handoff? Like, oh. Because transition's a different question than handoff, it, this right? This transition. Trans- okay. Well, how, I think we'll I, answer this two ways, but okay. how do you interpret it? How I interpreted it uh, is you have someone come on your team as an ISA and they say, hey, I want to be a listing agent now or I want to be a showing agent. How do they move from that role to the next role? I don't think that's the question he intended for Oh, I think he's talking more about the handoff. Like, how do you take the how's the ISA go from the being the one they talk to, and then transition it over to the agent? I think you're right. I think it's uh, that's a much more relevant question. I think that's a great question. Yeah, let's we'll answer actually, that. It's going to be way more relevant. To, and Scott, if that's not the question you ask, go ahead and fill out the form again, and uh, we'll answer it again the other way. Yeah. But I think you're right. That's a much more relevant question because there's very few people that are are going to be listening to the podcast that care about how they uh yeah how they do that transition i think you're absolutely right yeah san diego um so <laughs> <laughs> yeah so if you're watching on the Whistleway uh facebook group on the facebook live behind the scenes uh the title that we posted is completely wrong but let's cool. move in from the handoff from the isa to the listing or showing agent okay cool um, yeah, and one thing I forgot to mention on the intro to the show, if you do enjoy the show today, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to give us a thumbs up. If you enjoyed the episode, also hit that subscribe button and the little bell so you get notified of upcoming episodes. And also if you're listening on one of the podcast platforms, if you could hook us up with a review so we can not only be top 50 in Canada, but top 50 in the United States, that would be cool too. Um, so how do we uh, transition a lead from talking to our ISA over to one of our agents? And did he say listing agent specifically? Or? He said listing slash or showing slash listing agent. Okay, cool. So how do we do the transition? Yeah, um, it's very important. It's a very delicate act, right? Mm-hmm. Because what happens is most of the time ISAs, they're not like 
at least our ISAs and most ISAs, they're not one and done ISAs where it's like they're just calling people. They get somebody on the phone the first time and they're like, cool, great job. Uh, yeah, you want to sell your home? Okay, cool. Let me transfer to so-and-so. Like, There's usually a, some nurturing that's gone into it, a lot of discovery that's gone into it. Um, we leverage our ISAs much more for the long-term follow-up than we do the short-term. Agents are great in the short-term and terrible in the long-term. So we have our ISAs focusing on that long-term follow-up, letting our agents stay focused on the short-term follow-up, which is where they're best suited. So um, the ISAs, a lot of times, are going to have like nurtured a relationship with these people over a period of time. So I get the question that it could actually be a little bit weird. Like you got somebody all excited, they're they're motivated, they're feeling good, they're ready to go do something. And it's like, cool, well, that's the end of the line for me. Now you got to go talk to this other person who you don't know. Um, even though you have a relationship with me. That could be a little awkward, right? Because that person's like, but I like you. I want to work with you. Um, and here's what's cool. I heard one of the best objection handlers ever on our role play call, which we do every day at 8.30 a.m. Pacific time. That's what the time zone is in San Diego. It is. But, Brian, there's people that are listening to and watching the show in other time zones. <laughs> okay. Um, so... I heard this objection handle. We invite other people to hop on to our role play calls. Again, they're at 8.30. If you want to get in on our role play call, shoot me a DM on Instagram at Kyle Whistle, and I can get you the details so you can jump on um, our role play calls with our team. Um, we have teams from all over the country that jump on. And I heard a killer objection handler from another team. I think they're out of Texas. And when the ISA was like, all right, awesome, I'm going to set you up an appointment to meet with Brian, the lead was like, well, I don't want to work with Brian. I want to work with you. And then this was a killer objection. Helen was like, well, here's the, here's the cool thing. If you like me, you're going to love Brian. I'm actually you know, the low man on the totem pole. Brian taught me everything I know. You know he's the master. He's going to take amazing care of you. And like, it's a very easy transition at that point, right? Um, so that's what's cool is like why role play is so damn important is that you've got to practice how you're going to handle this transition. Because if you don't, and this is not a smooth handoff, all that work, those months and months and months of work that you've put into following up with this lead to finally get them ready to go meet with an agent, if you don't have a smooth transition process, you're dead in the water. So first and foremost, I think that you have to role play. You have to role play a lot, right? Think about we're here you know, in the, the NFL playoffs, Tom Brady proving once again that he's the best quarterback in the history of the NFL. Um, taking the freaking Tampa Bay Bucks to the NFC Championship. It's insane. So mad respect for him, right? Do you think Tom Brady is not practicing what he's going to do on the field before he gets there? Right? You're crazy if you don't think he is. That guy puts in more time and energy practicing and studying and preparing for the games than anybody. He's, he's notorious for doing that. But here we are as a realtor, like we just want to, or as an ISA, we just want to like, Get somebody on the phone, they're, they're so excited. Cool, well, I'm going to have Brian call you and he'll, he'll set up time. Like, if that's what you're doing, you're shooting yourself in the foot. That's practicing on the field. So you should be practicing that in your role play conversations. Like, how am I going to transition somebody over to the agent? So uh, before we even talk about how, let's talk about, like, what's got to go into it. And it's got to be a lot of role playing. That's something that should be role played on a consistent basis. And, again, Tom Brady's the best there ever was. He doesn't get to stop practicing because he's the best ever and he's – been in the NFL for like 20 years now, that doesn't give him a pass to not role play or to not practice. He still has to show up to practice just like everybody else does, even though he's the best ever. But you think because your dumbass sold 12 homes that you don't need to role play anymore? Shut the fuck up. Get on the <laughs> phone and role play. 
You're nobody if you sold 12 homes. I'm going to shoot straight with you. You're nobody. Get your ass on the phone and role play, okay? You're not better than role play. Tom Brady's not better than practice. So if you think you're better than role play, you're telling me you think you're better than Tom Brady. Not. So continue to role play your entire career. I don't care how long you've been in this business. You've got to practice this. You've got to know what to do. So got that out of my system. Yeah, that was, you went a little bit heavy there. I did. I'm passionate about it. Tom, we should definitely save that clip for the end of the year uh, recap for next year. <laughs> He's writing it down. He's like, yeah, that one's definitely a... <laughs> that was a barn burner. You're there not you go. better than Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So now we got to talk about how that transition works. So it's going to be very important that you know all the agents. If you're the ISA, you should have some information about all of the different agents that you're setting up appointments for. You should know a little bit more about who they are. So something that we like to do when um, new ISAs come into our company or new agents come into our company is there's got to be a meeting where they've got to sit down and get to know each other a little bit. They've got to understand like their story, right? Like what's Brian's story? Okay, well, Brian you know, was born and raised in East County in San Diego. He actually grew up in El Cajon, went to, he went to West Hills, right? I did. Yeah, went to West Hills mm. High School, went to school at San Diego State. Um, he loves cats. I do loves photography, he's married, he's got two kids. Like, I wanna know a little bit about Brian so that if I get a lead on the phone and they just happen to be a cat lover, they graduated from San Diego State University and I know that about Brian, that's gonna put me in a much better position when I'm teeing an appointment up for Brian. Like, you know what, you you mentioned that you're a, you're a big cat fan. Brian, has, he's got like 48 cats. You guys are gonna do amazing together. I have two cats. Uh, <laughs> You guys are going to do amazing together. He actually, come to think of it, he actually graduated from San Diego State too. So I think you guys will have a lot in common. He's going to be an amazing fit to help you find your home. I'm going to, you know, relay all of our information to Brian. Just to recap, you know, we're looking for, and this is important as an ISA, is to make sure people know that you're paying attention, that you're listening. Recap a little bit, like just to make sure we're on the same page. You're looking for a three bedroom, two bath, 1500 square feet. Blah, 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 blah. Like recap a little bit about the conversation and then set the expectation is really, really important. And, you know, set that expectation. Awesome. I'm going to um, connect with Brian. I'll have him reach out to you before the day is over and I'll have him confirm that appointment for you or that confirm that appointment with you. Um, set the expectation that you and your agent already have a predetermined, you know, SOP, a uh, standard operating procedure of what happens when an appointment is set for Brian. So Brian knows if I set him an appointment, he is not going to bed without having followed up with that lead. I don't care if I set him the appointment at, you know, 8 a.m. or if I set him the appointment at 6 p.m. Brian knows if he gets an appointment, the expectation he's going to follow up same day. Um, so you got to have that clear expectation. So we set the appointment. Um, we built out our own system for this. The ISA goes and puts all the information in about the lead and it pings Brian lets Brian know, hey, you've got an appointment with so-and-so. They're also a cat lover. They also graduated from San Diego State. They're looking for a three-bedroom, two-bath, 1,500 square feet. Your appointment is this day, this time. Um, and that's all done in follow-up boss, right? Yeah, it's all done through follow-up boss. Um, so the ISA fills that out, puts you know the details about the motivation of the lead, their um, opinion on what disc profile the lead is, you know everything else about that appointment. Um, it automatically puts a calendar event into the calendar, both for Brian and for the lead. And then Brian is expected to follow up with that lead 
and you know personalize a follow-up plan and confirm that appointment and introduce himself. So I think it's, it's important, one, ISA's gotta practice the conversation. Two, the ISA's gotta know who the hell they're setting appointments for and have a basic understanding of who these people are. Three, they've got to recap the conversation and set the expectation for what's gonna happen next. And then four, the agent's gotta follow through on the expectation that was set. I'm just trying to think of things that you mentioned kind of went over. Um, obviously, the ISA needs to have access to the agent's email or their calendar to yeah, see when so, they're available. Yeah, all of our ISAs have full access to our agent's calendars um, so that there's never any issues there. And the um, agents know that if they have an open spot on their calendar and the ISA sets them an appointment and the agent doesn't show up to that appointment, they're actually going to be put in the penalty box for a while because the ISA's got to be able to rely on the calendar and if they can't rely on the calendar then they can't rely on the agent and they're not going to set that agent more appointments cool um how much is the isa involved after the initial handoff yeah so this is something that helps a lot too is that the isas um, we like to tie our isas to this same outcome as the agent um, which is they get a percentage of the closing so the ISAs, now, if you're going to pay your ISAs that way, they got to be licensed. Um, <laughs> you saw me go, wait a second. I'm, yeah. I'm the legal here. <laughs> yeah, so the ISAs, got, if you're going to pay them tied to the closing of a transaction, you got to have a real estate license to get paid on that. So our ISAs are licensed. Um, and so because that ISA is paid, if the transaction closes, the ISA has a vested interest in what happens on that appointment. Um, we've tried running an ISA model before where they were solely incentivized to set appointments. And the ISAs would just set like 5 million appointments and they couldn't care less if the appointments, one, if they showed, and two, even if they showed if it was like a quality appointment, if it was ever going to close or even what happened on the appointment, they didn't care. Um, but by tying them to the same outcome, which is a closing, they want to set good quality appointments for the agents and they want to make sure that the agent follows through because that's their paycheck that's on the line. So if the agent's not following through, you better believe the ISA is getting on their ass and saying, hey, Brian, I set you the appointment. We have a, a clear expectation you're going to follow up before the end of the day, and you didn't. You're letting me down, man. So the good thing is it, it builds in an internal accountability system where I don't even have to get involved. It's right there. We have a saying in our company, the system runs the company, and the people run the system. So the system is in place, and it doesn't involve me. It's beautiful. The people run that system. So does the ISA connect with the the client at any point after the initial conversation? Uh, so they'll, if they see the agent's not on it, they'll reach out. Also, if the agent has trouble connecting with the lead, whether it's to confirm the appointment or if the appointment no-shows, then the ISA loops back into the conversation. One of the cool things with follow-up boss is that you can add collaborators to it. So yes, you transfer the lead over to the agent, but the ISA can remain attached to that lead as a collaborator so that they still have insight into what's going on. So they can really see that, you know, client all the way through the process until a successful closing. Cool. Yeah. Um, anything else with uh, a handoff? That was No, the other thing that I think is important, when the agent follows up, we're so big on video, at least text message. So um, what we really like to see from our agents is when an ISA does set them an appointment, they're following up with a video over to that client and introducing themselves so they have a face to put with the name. We want to humanize it. Um, we don't want it just to be 
Brian, the guy who's going to open the door for you tomorrow. You want it to be like, hey, I'm Brian. I'm going to be the one opening the door for you tomorrow, and I'll bring all my cats with me. Like, <laughs> um, Yeah, bring your lint roller. If, I did literally. Yours, I got one. I literally asked Valerie if I can bring my cats to an Airbnb. <laughs> so that does make me sound a little crazy. <laughs> but my house has to get tented. What else am I going to do with my cats? I'll refrain from comments. Um, oh, we can play this game, but I think your wife would kill me, so that's fine. <laughs> So, yeah, I think incorporating video um, or at least images is a huge one to uh, make that connection. So they see like, oh, Brian is a human being and, you know, you personalize a message to follow up. I think that helps out a lot. Cool. I think that was it. Cool. Well, hopefully you guys got some value out of that. The last thing we want to do before we wrap up the show is uh, what we like to refer to as the whistle widget of the week. This is something we utilize in our business. It saves us time, makes us more money or just helps us have more fun. What do you got for us, Brian? Mine is a tool, and I, I thought we had covered it before, but I didn't find it in our list, um, that allows our agents to book my photography team and, most importantly, pay for it before it confirms the appointment um, all in one system. And so the system we use, I'm sure we've done this before, but it's so good we should talk We've been about doing this for like two years, so if you do the same widget that we did two years ago, it's okay. Yeah, good. Um, so this is called Acuity. Um, it allows us to... Um, book different uh, it's built for i believe for photographers but you literally can use it for anything um we can have different uh sh- photographers for different styles of shoots we can have different add-ons we can have coupons we can charge it's really a it's kind of like calendly on steroids it is a paid program i think it's 50 bucks a month ish um but it really is a great tool um what the big reason we looked for it a couple five years ago, four years ago, was because we were having agents book shoots and then I'd have to chase them down to get payment. So this allows us to make sure they pay before it even books it on my calendar. So acuity.com is uh, what we use to book all of our photo shoots or video shoots or green screen videos, property videos, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, Acuity's gangster. I, I love like it. that one a lot. All right, the one I want to share is uh, the most valuable activity we have in our entire industry is prospecting, correct? Correct. So one of the things that I talk a lot about with our agents is that you are, you know, think about a warrior who's going into battle and they've got a sword and a shield. When they go into battle, the last thing you want to do is go into battle with a weak shield or a dull sword and go into battle. You can get your ass whipped. You might die. So what are those swords and shields in your business? I think that your, your phone, your computer, those are along those same lines. And the other one is going to be the headset that you oh. use when you're actually making those phone calls. So the best headset I've ever found for the dollar. Now, there's like some three or $400 headsets out there, which I think is crazy. This is a headset that I think is under 100 bucks. It's made by Blue Tiger. Blue it Tiger is, Elite. Yeah. So there's a Elite and a Dual Elite. So depending if you like a one-year or a two-year headphone. Um, does go over the ear as opposed to in the ear. So it's good at blocking out background noise for you. That's actually an on-ear. These are over the ear. If we want to be specific, but that's fine. I sell houses, dude. I, I'm, I'm letting people know that are on the podcast that can't see. Okay. It's, but on, it's on, on ear. ear, not over ear. Yep. I don't know. It sits over my ears. These are the over the ears. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Um, but this headset is amazing because, one, it helps block out a lot of the noise around you. But more importantly, the microphone and the noise canceling of this is next level. This thing is made for truck drivers, <laughs> big rig truck drivers who drive 
big, loud-ass trucks that have all kinds of background noise all the time. So the microphone on this thing is so sensitive that if it's not touching your lips, or at least within you know uh, a couple millimeters of your lips, people can't hear you. And some people have tried to use these before and like, oh, this thing sucks. Nobody can hear me. It's like, well, dude, you got the microphone like six inches from your face. Of course they can't hear you. Um, you want it to be something that's really close. Like when we go off-roading, the microphone actually has to be touching your lips in order for um, other people to hear you because that's the only way you can block out all that background noise. So the noise canceling on these is amazing. It's crystal clear for the person on the other end. And this thing will last days without being recharged. So the Blue Tiger Dual Elite it's one of the best prospecting headsets I've seen in the game. So strongly, strongly recommend this one. I like the one-ear one. Do you? So, yeah. See, so you're two-ear, I'm one-ear. Yeah, I don't like that. I got to hear myself. Yeah, narcissist. It's cool. That's what it is. All right. Well, if you enjoyed the show today, we'd really appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to hook us up with a, uh, a little thumbs up and hit the subscribe button and the notification bell so you get updated on future episodes of the show. Or if you're listening on the podcast, platform uh make sure to hook us up with a review on there so we can climb up the charts and share all of this uh, amazing information with your friends in the industry uh last thing if you have a question you want to have us answer on a future episode of the show you can always go to thewhistleway.com and ask us questions on there you can subscribe to our podcast youtube channel join our facebook uh group where we share what we're working on internally on the team join our referral networks you could take advantage of all the people leaving california and lastly sign up to get first dibs on our media mayor mastermind course which is a deep dive into everything brian and i've learned in the last six years of creating video together in a nicely packaged course which we're going to be building really really soon so i'm stoked for that so if you want to get on the early invite list for that go to thewhistleway.com hopefully you got a lot of value out of the show today I want to thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the whistle way podcast see you guys next week <laughs>